Hey, this is Benjamin Wong, and you're listening to Kid CEO, the story of a startup. Kidfinity's website is up. So what went into creating it, and what's the best and easiest way for you to do yours too? Hey guys, welcome back to Kid CEO. So recently we launched our website, kidfinity.co. I can't emphasize how important a website is. You really don't realize it until you go to actually do it, if that makes sense. Um, you think a website is just there if you're bored, but really a website is the headquarters, the digital headquarters of your entire company. It's the spine of your company. Um, and, and so in this episode, I really want to talk about all everything that went into creating our website and the most important parts of it for you to do the same. Uh, so recently I've also been in the Genius U Young Entrepreneur Program and I've learned about the five P's, which I think is a really, really good way to do your website landing page. Um, so I'll go, over the, I'll go over those five P's and then I'll talk about the more technical side of it. Like how are you going to put it how are you going to put the website on the web, which is obviously a lot more um, techie? So the five P's, they're promise, problem, or should I say problem, promise, product, proof, and price. And so I'll talk about problem first. Um, and they're relatively all pretty simple. A problem is what you are trying to solve. So, Kidfinity's problem was that there are a lot of kids uh, who want to start their own business or on their own podcast, but they don't have the resources or the support to do it. And so we wanted to solve that. Um, So your problem should be very specific, and it should be relatable. Like, I should go on your website and see the problem and be like, wow, that's me. It should be, um, kids are too hot in jackets. Well, I get hot in jackets. That's me. Like, if people should be able to say that's me, and it should relate, if that makes sense. Um, and so the problem, it doesn't have to, but it was always best to be something that you've gone through yourself, because people can't really trust you unless they know that that you can relate to them. Um, like, I'm not gonna trust someone who's saying kids wear jackets that are too hot if this guy's like 80 years old, <laughs> like. Um, let's move on to purpose now. So purpose is why you're doing something. I've heard before that profit follows purpose and your income follows impact. And it's all so true. Even if something is more expensive, I would rather purchase that because it's helping the world. Like if I'm buying over two coffees and one coffee donates $1 to poverty, then obviously even if that coffee is a little more expensive, I'm going to go with that one. So there are these things called the UN 17 Global Goals, like the United Nations. And it was developed by a lot of world leaders and entrepreneurs to help basically make the world a better place. And so they are no poverty, no hunger, good health and well-being, quality education, gender equality, clean water and sanitation, affordable and clean energy, decent work and economic growth, industry innovation and infrastructure, reducing inequalities, sustainable cities and communities, climate action, life on land and water, peace, justice, and strong institutions. And so when you make your company or podcast, you really want to try and incorporate one of those into it, even if it's not direct. If I'm selling tables, I can say, for every time you buy a table, 
I am donating one table to a school in Africa. And from there, you're helping quality education. Yeah, it's pretty simple, right? And so, and more in general, your purpose is why they should support you. Why are you even having a company? If you have a company and you have a, good, you're a, you have a noble purpose, I guarantee you the people will purchase from you, even if you're more expensive. Now let's move on to your promise. So, basically, how are you going to solve the problem? Pretend the problem is kids' jackets are too hot. So your problem, or your promise, is that I will make a jacket made of this new material called zebra. And this zebra material is so light and so um, moisture-wicking that you won't even feel like there's something on you. And so you would say, I promise to solve the issue of over-hot jackets by providing you this. So now we're going to talk about the product. Um, and I think a lot of people focus on the product so much and not about the problem and the promise. Um, but let's not take away from the importance of the product. And so here's the sell. Here, here's really what you're selling. Um, and so include everything in the package. Everything that will help solve um, their problems. Like what makes giving you the money a good deal? Why would I... What am I getting in exchange for my money? And so pretend I'm selling the jackets. It, it would be... A moisture-wicking, lightweight jacket. That's the product. Next, let's move on to proof. And proof is, basically, all these are very important. But proof is, you know, who has done this before? If you take that, what have they done wrong? What are you trying to fix from them? How can you make the previous product better? Uh, other ways you can prove it is who would buy this. You can go around asking people on social media. You can make a Google form survey. Um, you can ask your family. And if you go even further, you can give away product or put a big discount on products and have those first customers give you a testimonial or a review. So pretend I give my jacket to my two sisters and I have them write like a paragraph about why this jacket has helped them so much. And that looks really, really good because people will not buy it if no one else has. For 99% of the time, people have to trust the product and they trust other people. Lastly, we have, we're going to price. And price is probably the one that took us the longest. You have to have a price that's too good to refuse, or too good not to refuse, um, but it still has to make you money. Basically, how you could look at it is, if you have to pay someone else to do the job, could you pay them? So if it's a service, and a cleaning service, and I charge $9 an hour, but the, minim the minimum wage is $12. So I literally couldn't even pay someone else to do the job. And that's for service. If you look at a product, you have to talk about the margins. And the margin is the percentage of the expenses added, if that makes sense. So if I have a $10 product and I sell it for $12, that's a 2% or 20%? Yeah, 20% margin. Um, and remember, one of the biggest things, time is money. Never discount your time. Even if you're a kid and you're not working, if you want a good way to value your time, pretend you're working at McDonald's. And minimum wage at McDonald's is like $12, depends on your state. Pretend you're working there. Um, yes, but just always value your time. Okay, so let's go over everything we just talked about in the last like five minutes. So first, on your website, you start out with the problem. And the problem should resonate with your target audience. That target audience should be able to say, yeah, that's me, okay? So now we're going to move on to the promise. 
What are you promising that you will do for them? How are you going to help them? How are you going to solve their problem? And then their the product. What are you going? What physical or service are you going to give them to solve that problem? And then your proof, your testimonials. Um, if you're if you're selling a physical thing and it's cheaper, what's the average price of the competitor? Uh, your testimonial, your reviews. And then lastly, your price. Your price that's too good not to refuse. Um, a good tip, put an offer or a discount, like a 50% off starting price. Okay, so now that we've gone through what the content is going to be on your webpage, now we're going to go through the more technical side of it. So how are you literally going to place all this content on the site? So when you buy a website, you need your domain name. And that's the address. So when you go to Google search and you type in google.com, Google is their domain name. My personal favorite um, registrar for creating domain names is Google Domains, mostly because of the aliases. And the aliases basically give you a company email for free. Um, sometimes people will say like you have to pay $8 or $15 to have a company Google account. You can just use aliases, and it's completely free. A little complicated, but once you get the hang of it, it's simple and saves you a lot of money. Now, what do you do if your domain name is already taken? Well, whenever there's a domain name, there's hundreds of extensions. I mean, some of them I've even heard of, like google.gold or google.edu, or there's plenty of them. And for the most part, a lot of them don't require you to actually prove that you are part of the extension, if that makes sense. So, pretend... Dot org is a lot of times what people associate with educational or nonprofit, but you really don't have to be to get that domain name. Dot um, net you can have. Dot co anyone can have. Um, but really, the only ones that I know of that you have to prove it is like dot gov dot app maybe dot uh, app. I, I know of dot gov, but dot app I don't know. Um, and also to mention that Google domains among others, are pretty cheap overall. They're like 12 to $30 for the more basic .com, .co. Next, we need to look at where are you going to create the website? Uh, like, how are you going to make it look like you want it to look? There are so many, you've probably heard of so many different web pages or websites that you can use to make your site. Um, YouTubers always get sponsored from them. And you probably hear it everywhere. Wix is a really good one for like a beginner blog. Um, and by the way, none of this is sponsored at all. Shopify is really good for online stores. Uh, my mom uses Shopify for her company, and she has a pretty good experience with it. The only way I, the only reason why I don't like Shopify and Wix more, more Wix is that they're limited. Um, whereas WordPress, you can go into the code and edit it if you want. Um, Wix. You can't really do that. And so it's amazing for a beginner. But once you get more advanced, you see where the limitations are. So you're probably now like, well, Ben, if you don't like Wix and Shopify, then what do you use? So I actually use uh, WordPress. And what I like about WordPress is that it's unlimited. Um, and so it might be a little difficult to get used to. But once you get the hang of it, you can basically do anything. Um, and again, this is not sponsored at all. So next, you need land to host your website. 
Wix and Shopify have their own plans that you can purchase on their websites, on their program. Like Wix, you get the premium plan uh, and you get everything. For WordPress, though, there are plenty of competitors that do this. Personally, Bluehost is a really good one, and I'm pretty like I looked just now. They were like two dollars ninety five cents a month, which is pretty cheap for a beginner WordPress site. Um, and when you create your WordPress, it looks really complicated when you go into the dashboard. Or if you create a WordPress site, search up some YouTube videos. YouTube videos are great for this type of thing. Um, there's this one video that's two hours, and it taught me everything I needed to know. So let's go over a summary of everything we've talked about. So we have the five P's. Problem, promise, product, proof, and price. Make those your landing page in that order. I guarantee you, if you had that up your landing page, people will be interested and people might buy. Next, you have your domain name, your address of your website. Uh, and that can be for only $12, as cheap as that. Then you need to choose your website builder, like a Wix or Shopify or WordPress. Um, and I can't tell you, I can't recommend you which one to use because everyone's a different person. Uh, but for me, those three are the most popular. And then lastly, your host, your land. And hosting is pretty, pretty cheap and accessible to a lot of people. So hopefully this podcast episode was pretty helpful in you guys making your website. Um, you guys can check out kidfinity.co and see what we did there. If you guys need any help, feel free to DM me, official Benjamin Wong on Instagram. You guys can email me, ben at kidfinity.co. Um, and if you guys just need any help overall, I'll be always happy to help you. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you all next week. Bye. Thanks so much to Nova Golder, our episode advisor, and Talia Rahman our audio engineer. And thanks so much to you all for listening. If you like what you're hearing or have any feedback for me, please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts or even consider subscribing. Thanks so much and have a productive and innovative week.